0: Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, my guest is Dr. Adam Harrison. Now, Adam is a family doctor, medical educator, qualified lawyer, and ex medical director, and now certified life leadership and executive coach who, because of his personal experience, specializes in life, career, and leadership coaching and mentoring of doctors of all ages, grades, and specialities. As a doctor and ex medical leader, he has experienced firsthand the consequences of working within poorly led environments. And and this has fueled his passion to work as an executive coach with medical leaders and healthcare executives to enable them to promote positive cultures within their immediate teams and wider organization. He also feels very strongly about helping individual doctors suffering from the consequences of working in toxic workplaces his mission being to help them develop the the skills needed to successfully deal with their situation so they can be happier and more successful at work. And given the current COVID environment the world's been the last 18 months, at least, that I can imagine the stress-related toxic environments within the hospital systems around the world because the pressure would be enormous to perform. So welcome, Adam, to our podcast. And I know when we when I first saw Adam, he was being interviewed on another um, uh, another show. I can say, and I thought yeah, this man has got passion for he's got a belief in what he's doing, and he has a passion to help doctors become better leaders of people, uh, and so get and sort of lowering the toxic, to- toxicity, Can't even say the word now. The toxic environments within the hospital systems and given the pressure there yes that they they can be quite environment oh sorry quite toxic now so adam tell me you've experienced you've said you've experienced quite of this yourself what's the one standout thing that really resonates with you from your experience
1: well hi ross thanks so much for having me i'm really really grateful um really kind of you um it's a real honor so um yeah um in terms of um, being on the receiving end of toxicity in in the healthcare workplace um, there are almost too many incidents to to kind of pick one out to be honest with you there were um, they're in double figures for yeah. sure yeah. Um, it, it kind of started when I was a junior surgical trainee and uh, it it kind of happened to me in every single job in those days, we would move on every six months. Mm. And yeah, every time I worked in a new department with a a new set of bosses, there was some um, kind of, um, you know, unkind treatment towards me and, you know, the other trainees. Yeah. Um, But sometimes, you know, individuals were singled out. Uh, And I thought it was perhaps something to do with working in, the surgical environment uh, but then I moved into family medicine mm. and uh, you know there were same sorts of problems there um, and, I, and I just began to realize that it seems to be a consequence of doctors not being trained in leadership at medical yeah. school um, and yeah. you know these, these um, uh, positions of responsibility uh, are thrust upon them you know both for Uh, their medical juniors their trainees their medical students Mm. other other staff they work with Um, even if they're not the direct line manager of like the nurses they work with they are still looked to for a bit of a steer and a lead by these um, by these colleagues you know and uh, they can be uh, you know really uh, unkind and unpleasant to some of them and and just in, in answer to your question the, the, the standout one for me probably was when I was working in cardiothoracics and uh, I was working for a, a cardiac surgeon who um, basically uh, didn't didn't like something that I had done on a drug chart. And that must have been the thing that just kind of tipped him over the edge mm-hmm. in the middle of a ward round in a in a bay with four patient beds, all of which were occupied um, on a on a round with about 10 colleagues uh all you know you you can imagine those ward rounds where you've got the consultant yeah. walking all, ahead with all the all wander along behind, yeah, all the yeah. Behind, yeah. yeah all the ducklings behind yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah he he just kind of like looked at this drug chart and and said uh, who who prescribed this um and you know all of us juniors looked at the drug chart and i said oh yeah that's that's my writing um and then he just let me have it with both barrels in front of everyone patients mm. nurses medical colleagues and everyone just stood by while he just bored me out um and you know I, I don't know if, if people were you know afraid of speaking up or, or whatever it was but um no no one it was a p- complete bystander effect you know everyone was just kind of like watching I mean, and not doing anything feeling you know? very
0: uneasy and uh,
1: yeah and- I'm sure they were um yeah. but uh you know this was in the the early 2000s and um you know there was no even movement towards a culture of yeah. of speaking out and calling things calling yeah, things I out think, right? you know yeah, yeah. um so it's like the the word of the consultant was law you know they were they were god uh, in their own minds anyway um hmm. so yeah so um it yeah it's happened to me uh, a lot of times and i've worked with uh, a lot of medical students and doctors who it's happened to as well yeah, and yeah. you know it's it's just just hit me in the last in the last year or so that I need yeah. to do something about it
0: yeah well I, I that and that's what I admire you for because one you will you're quite happy to talk about it and in a sense and I can um, I can hear it in your voice really that you, you can still you still have an emotional attachment to it not a, you've let it go but 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 you emotionally mm. still you you can still remember that feeling very very, very, very strongly, I, I would expect, and that's yeah, yeah. what we're talking about before the show is that the cost of that. See, and that's yeah. that just, and that's not just um, a, a situation that only happens in hospitals with doctors. This happens throughout all, all working life, and there'll be a lot of people putting their hand up. Yeah, that's happened to me, and I've yeah. had quite a few uh, clients or people I've been asked to. Can I go and sort? Help this person with remedial training, which is because they're bawling out too many people, and yeah. and see that the cost of that, because some people like doing it, yeah. like they want to show that they're they're the authority and they're the one with all the knowledge. And I suspect that may be like that, right? Could be yeah. other reasons, but I have got the knowledge, I've got the authority, so I'm going to tell the world. Listen to me, I'm the one who knows what he's doing or she's doing. But the cost of that, while you're there. Your actual, to me, your contribution to the hospital, well, wherever you were for the rest of the day, is very limited because you're mentally now shattered trying to work out how to get over that. Then all yeah. the people around you would be the same thing. They'll be thinking, um, I hope I'm not next.
1: Yeah, yeah. i
0: cannot not making a mistake, so therefore they don't do anything because they're not afraid to make a mistake. So it's walking on eggshells, so to speak, uh, or you know, so they're not working either. So their yeah. mind is sitting in there in that, in that sort of, to me, that dark space. So that the cost of the hospital, what, what they're paying, a whole pile of entourage, you collectively add that up and you yeah. think, man, that, that, that one little outburst has cost the hospital X, Y, Z pounds. Like yeah. it's just, and if you quantify that every day with all the events across yeah company it's tremendous it's, horrendous. it's yeah. just all for the sake of oh i want my ego to tell the world that i'm i'm the one who knows everything here
1: yeah yes yeah. so,
0: that's so yeah. I, had, i've passionately got on my soapbox then
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i uh, i would gladly join you on your soapbox yeah. um it, you're you're 100 percent correct i i completely completely agree mm-hmm. um so there was uh a paper written by um, Pearson and Porath uh, in the Harvard Business Review uh, that was published in 2013. There was actually just about incivility in the workplace. So, you know, rude, um, kind of low-level hostile behavior, um, you know, discourtesy. Um, In in the workplace, they looked at um, over 800 personnel across 17 industries. So it's a Mm. pretty wide-reaching um study and what they found was that um that people on the receiving end of you know just incivility so not even like a massive um you know shouting out or being put down (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly. you know not not even you know something like a volcanic eruption from 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 your manager um but but just kind of you know uncivil and discourteous treatment that of those who uh, experienced that 48 percent of them reduced their work effort Mm.
0: Uh,
1: 78 percent of them said it um, impaired their um, loyalty to the organization yeah
0: yeah
1: and 25 percent of them yeah um 25 percent actually took out their frustrations on customers so as you say there's and 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 that's that's just the people who were direct in the direct firing line and as you say all of the bystanders and there are studies that Mm. that demonstrate this as well would all have been distracted by what happened and exactly as you say am i next i can't speak up because am i going to be the next one in the Mm. firing line and there's this thing in medicine as well and it was it was evident when I qualified in the year 2000 uh, and it still seems to be the case now that you're only as good as your last reference Mm -hmm. and because you're looking to move on every six months or every two years or whatever it happens to be in your case you know you're very much reliant on getting you know good references to get your next position and Mm -hmm. if you if you you know pee someone off they're going to withhold that reference or yeah. they're going to withhold a glowing reference. It's just yeah. going to be the, you know, whatever yeah, he, they can get away. Adam, with. Adam worked here. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. Yeah. He, he worked here from this date to this yeah. uh, day. And, and, you know, um, so there's, there's a, a lot of understandable fear as to why people won't speak up and, and call out that yeah. kind of bad behavior. And, um, and as you say, it's massively costly. So, you know, not necessarily in healthcare, but that study was across all those industries. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, As you say, they're paying someone to be at work um, who is completely distracted for the rest of that day. So really they're just demonstrating presenteeism. They're just there, but they're not doing anything. That's right. They'll just do
0: whatever they need to do to, 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 um, not, not bring any attention to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep their head down, isn't it? Yeah, keep yeah. their head under the radar. The least amount of work to keep exactly. To they've had
1: they've had one roller king that day. They and, don't need another one. No, you know, they just, then <laughs> it might be just a day. The last last yeah. days. Well, exactly. Yeah. Then then there's the the observers who are yeah. affected, but to a lesser extent. But there's still a level of yeah. distraction there. And then there's those twenty five percent of people um, who take out their frustrations on customers and clients. And and how and that's another. Or yeah, you, cost isn't it how yeah, do you qualify they, that one right. yeah they're, they're not going to come back and be um, repeat business are they so no, right. you know it, it's it's just uh so it's so frustrating isn't it because it's so short-sighted that um a lot of companies are not are not acknowledging this and and seeing it and acting on it you
0: uh, know uh, do you hit it on the head though you've said that like uh, in doctors really you're putting in a stressful situation now to me that they'll probably put on a pedestals because they're the senior people. They're the one everyone teaches, but they're not, they've never been taught leadership. And that that's the industry worldwide. And there's they, they, far more focus now on teaching people leadership. And I personally believe we should be taking, teaching people self-leadership in school to yeah. understand all those dynamics of what we're just talking about, the impact on other people, all yeah. those sorts of things. As a, as a leader of self, you start to be, be aware of what the impact of your behaviour has. And if you yeah. taught that at a young age, the time you get to to the working place, it's okay. You're quite familiar, and you, you're you're reflecting, and you're you're trying to improve those skills. Yeah. Where I, I suspect the person who gave you bollocking has never once thought about that. <laughs> just, yeah. I just blast there because that's what. Yeah. I yeah. But
1: it's
0: never uh, been a conscious thought. Probably may have had. Absolutely.
1: Been, it's a bit scarier. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree, um, and I think that um, some of them have a have an. I don't want to sound ageist here, but of an older generation, there is there yeah. is more of this kind of stuff coming through in the yeah. in the younger doctors um, and other professionals. But you know, some of the um, the the really kind of senior, kind of pre retirement ones, are probably you know, it was just never, it was just never ever a thing, you know. And uh, you know, you've really touched on something that is an, an, another one of my aims, but it's it's a it's a it's a bold aim.
0: Yeah
1: is actually to try and get leadership teaching and you know your your suggestion is amazing self-leadership and that self-awareness that kind of emotional intelligence mm. side of things yeah. the empathy and um you know in insight you know teaching people how to like kind of pick up on on things uh, in themselves um to get that into at least into university courses all university yeah, at courses. least that's right not high school and and, and even younger but the earlier you, know, you do it
0: the better but i know at least in at yeah. in high school situation or at the university but yeah. not just as a subject see the, the trouble is oh it's just an, that's an, another elective yeah oh, yeah you know, many, many points credit points i'll just stick with all the yeah. medical stuff oh i'll do that but i that's that's why i have my rest for the our lecture it should be embedded into all the lectures yeah. as a consequence of what we're teaching you here now yeah. let's look at the self-leadership aspects of that information
1: and yeah
0: what to do with it like that yeah to me that then you're starting to go ah now i get it yeah it is separate it is yeah inculcated into your life right so yeah yeah everything you learn should be from that perspective that's that's what yeah I'm
1: saying. that's a tremendous a tremendous idea um you know uh, looking at everything from from a holistic aspect uh you know you're learning your neuroscience and your cardiology and whatever and it's like okay so let's talk about an interaction between colleagues or an interaction between you know you're gonna need to work with a nurse on this one you're gonna need to work with a patient how how can you demonstrate self-leadership that's gonna impact positively upon your interactions mm. and then the outcome for the patients um and obviously that you know crosses uh, the different industries as well um but um no that's uh that that's that's tremendous i mean i i i i was thinking uh you know if if a university in all courses i mean we know that that graduates are more likely to go on to to be in positions of authority yeah, yeah. um just by virtue of having that that more more education behind them um so it doesn't matter whether they're doing a history degree or a physics degree or a medical degree that's right they should yeah. all have some some should leadership all, stuff it should and, all be there yeah yeah and as you say rather than it being you know just taught didactically you know another academic session oh this one's on leadership it's like make it living breathing leadership teaching you know and and demonstrated at all times by their by their leaders by their tutors by by their their professors because this is the main thing within medicine is that it's just a lot of modeling goes on you know so Mm. i'll give you an example um and I was tutoring indigenous students in Australia, medical students. And uh, I uh, was tutoring one who was based in Adelaide at Flinders uh, University Medical School. And she was uh, on a a surgical uh, team, attached to a surgical team, a final year medical student. And one of the middle grade doctors, one of the trainee Mm. doctors, um said to her one day um oi girl medical student go and take blood from this patient so you know she she was she was uh she was telling me this this story and i said wow i said you know i've you know i've ex- i've experienced a lot uh but uh that was that was pretty shameless he he's yeah. a real piece of work isn't he yeah. to to say that to you yeah. and she said uh no, it wasn't a he it yeah. was a she <laughs> I said hold it let me get this right so a, a female surgical doctor middle grade you know coming up to to being a consultant in a few years said that to a female medical student she said yeah yeah and I was like you know working through this in my mind and and, and the, the problem is that certainly in in Australia in my experience there are a lot there are a lot of white male consultant surgeons mm-hmm. um and if you're not taught leadership, if you're not taught compassionate leadership, servant leadership, inclusive leadership, all of these fantastic um leadership models and styles at medical school. Mm. In fact, you're not taught anything about leadership. Yeah. Where are you going to learn it? You're going to learn it by looking at your leaders and you model That's on right. their behavior.
0: That's exactly so, right.
1: So. you know, so as I said, she what she's doing, this this uh, surgical doctor, she's thinking I want to get to where he is. I want to be him in five years' time or whatever. So to get to where he is, I've got to behave like him.
0: So I've got to show that I can do that too, because that's the leadership that that I see. That's
1: exactly. And um, it just goes on and on, right?
0: Yeah. So it's it's really good for then that student to be talking about it, because in talking about the rationalising, that's not probably a good thing, because that – Previous doctor probably thought the same, maybe several years ago when it happened to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, well, when I get there, I'll, like, it's like I'll just, I'll do the same. That's what yeah. tends to happen.
1: Absolutely. You know? Some people are like, well, you know, I had to go through it. So, so I'm going to make all go- the other yeah. poor. This is part uh, of the apprenticeship. Yeah. This is yeah.
0: you got to do under the apprenticeship. You've got to wear yeah. yeah. all these things. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, and that's, uh, that's a good point, Adam, because it, it's just, you need to stop that that cycle yeah um and to me we've got to start with younger people and then get them to be talking about it get them to understand that it's leader of self understand your impact on others because to get the best out of others that's what you want because if you've got a hospital or any organization one of the first factors is when they're under pressure oh we need more staff right so to me when i used to have people reporting to me it's like Well, let's see Are the staff that you've got effective because I'm not adding in two more people. I'm putting a Band-Aid on on a problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see if they're all effective. Are they producing to to their maximum? If they are, then Mm. you can have more staff. (laughs) So, but I'm not throwing people, like you're not throwing people to the team because the leader is not a good leader because the manager, well, I say manager, not a leader. The manager is not a good leader of people. So therefore, yeah. you, and there again, that's, a, that's another cost because you're yeah. adding staff because the team can't do it because they're all working. As you said, they're part of the, the 48% who said they'd, they've dropped the bundle a bit. Yeah. The other 70 odd percent is not loyal. Like, so their yeah. effort's not there. So yeah. therefore, it's that, that's another cost to the company. It just grows and grows and grows.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm back on my soapbox. We could be up on the bloody soapbox together. I'm, I'm like,
1: <laughs> get over to the UK. We'll, we'll go to Speakers Corner in Hyde Park. Yeah,
0: and... <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll speakers Corner in Hyde Park. So if I ever get up to Nottingham, where you are, and as I said, we might stop I'll stop the pub there just near Trent Bridge, and we can we can have a beer and whinge about it, right?
1: <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> so look. Any anyway, on that note, um, I'd like to thank you. Um, Adam, for being a guest on our show. And I'm sure we'll have you back at some point. So we we could be talking for quite a while yet, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> That'd but be great.
0: We'll, but we'll start <laughs> with this, this podcast. And um, So thanks, everyone, for listening today uh, on with, with to me with Dr. Adam Harrison. And we welcome you back to our next show, uh, well, our next podcast, probably in a couple of weeks. So thank you for listening.
1: Thanks for having All me, Ross. Right. Yeah, bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.